Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast, your home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to be a successful foreclosure acquisition specialist. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello and welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. This is your host, Donnie Corum, your Foreclosure Deals Coach. We're recording here from the downtown Denver studios with my main man, Mr. Jonathan Winston. What's going on, bro? Ah, man, you know, we're here again. Uh, More info. We've been uh, having some good movement with the... uh, Colorado foreclosure deals and everything affiliated here, so it's been exciting. A lot going on, man, a lot going on, and uh, you know, it, what's great is out here in Colorado, today, you know, you're going to listen to the show a little bit delayed, but we actually have uh, Mr. President Donald Trump right here in Colorado Springs right now. <laughs> oh, wow. We're going to talk about a, uh, a disaster right now. It's like, you put a president into a town like this, highly democratic city, and suddenly all sorts of stuff starts to happen. You notice any craziness on the highway today? Uh, you know, I got down here pretty smoothly. It's usually a little bit more congested, so I don't know, man. Uh, I don't I don't think I've noticed anything too drastic, but uh, I'm sure I'd hear about it if, you know, anything happened. Yeah, man, I got to tell you, it's just awesome, just awesome. Powerful stuff going on. Let's get right to it. We got a lot of stuff to cover today. One of the things we do every single week on the show is we bring up a foreclosure-related article. And, uh, John, you found a neat article here on the 12 housing markets where foreclosures are spiking. Now, that's kind of cool because a lot of people, because the market's doing so well, especially right here in Colorado where we're located, don't think that there's other places where foreclosures are going up. Why would you be in a foreclosure market if the if the market's so hot, right? So we don't have a heavy amount of foreclosures here in Colorado, but number 12 was Beaumont, Texas. Oh, okay. I'm not going to do all of them because that's going to take a while here, but they saw a 352% increase in foreclosure filings. And as we move, a lot of them are in Texas, a few are in Florida, one near and dear to my heart is Lake Havasu City, Arizona. You ever been to Lake Havasu, man? I haven't been to Lake Havasu, spent some time in uh, Tempe and okay. uh, Phoenix, but we didn't make it down to the lake that time. Oh man, let me tell you, Party Central. I did a uh, spring break in Lake Havasu, in the interest of keeping the show censored, I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, but now now I need to go, so see, thanks, you, thanks for that. That's living. Lake Havasu is living. That's what I'm telling you. A lot of Florida, a lot of Texas, and number one, Fayetteville, Arkansas. What? Filings 44. Doesn't seem like that many, but it's an 83% increase over what it was last year. So the point is, is these little towns are starting to pop up and you're starting to see an increase in foreclosures, particularly in those southern, southeastern states, right? So keep that in mind. It is happening. Now, we're going to get into the show today because I'm going to first tell you a really quick story. I've been doing this uh, broadcasting thing for a while, had a show on KRDO News Radio in Caldwell Springs, Colorado for several years called The Rockin' Real Estate Agent Show. It was pretty awesome. Oh, wow. I drove around in this big blue Hummer, had like a logo on it of a guitar on the side. It was hot, right? So I was living that real estate rock star dream for a while. One day, the radio station calls and says, hey, 
We've got uh, Mr. Dave Ramsey here in town. I'd like you to come on down. We're doing a thing with everybody who has a show. Go meet with Dave, have dinner, that kind of thing. I'm like, yeah, you know, I appreciate the invite, but I don't need to meet Dave. I've heard the show, right? That's pretty cool. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. You thought we were asking you. No, we're not asking you. We're letting you know that Dave Ramsey is the largest affiliate <laughs> show we have here on KRDO. And when he's here, so are all the hosts of the show. So you need to bring your butt down here right now. So oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Now asking. I got it. Thanks for clarifying. I appreciate that. So I go down. I meet Dave. He signs my book. Great guy. I'm going to post a picture up to the Foreclosure Deals Coach uh, Facebook page with me and Dave shaking hands there when I met him. And, you know, they're going on the executive of the radio station introduced me. This is Donnie Corum. He's got a real estate show here on the station. And I said, you know, Dave's like, yeah, I've heard a great show. I appreciate that. I go, Dave, you haven't heard my show, have you? He's like, no. But very nice of him to allude that he had. It was a pleasure to meet him. He did sign my book. And I took a lot of great stuff from him. As a matter of fact, I don't listen to a lot of news in general, not because I don't want to be informed, but because some of that stuff's depressing, man. Yeah, a lot of it. A lot of depressing news out there. I think, you know, news media in general makes their money off of depressing you. Like, they're not trying to make you happy. And Fox News is just there to incense you. Like, right. They want to make you as angry as feasibly possible. Every time I watch Fox, I want to go... Kick a puppy or something. Man. I'm playing. I'm playing people. He doesn't do that. Down. He doesn't do things like that. I like puppies. It's cool. Calm down. Right. We we are very pet and animal friendly on Foreclosure <laughs> Deals Coach. That's important. Important we get that. So, <laughs> we go down and meet Dave. We're doing that. Well, Dave, I'm listening to a show while we're driving around a couple days ago. I'm hearing the show and somebody writes into the show and says, hey, Dave, thinking about buying a house, you know, not sure whether to do it or to wait till the market crashes. You know, it's obviously the top of the market. Now, I have nothing but respect for Mr. Ramsey, okay? But his response here kind of kind of upset me a little bit. Okay? A little bit. Dave responds, he says, listen, if you're going to wait for the market to crash, you may be waiting for the rest of your life. We haven't seen a decrease in real estate in something like 70 years. Now, I got to apologize to Mr. Ramsey if you're all listening to the show. You didn't hear the last one, but if you're listening to this one, <laughs> incorrect. Okay, I was in the Denver market alone. We saw a total decrease of twenty to thirty percent at the bottom of the of the market. Twenty to thirty percent. Wow. We got an average price point in Denver right now, pushing a half a million dollars. Okay, so if we see a thirty percent decrease, and I'm not saying we're going to, I'm saying should the market correct as it did last time in that 06 through 08 bracket, a thirty percent decline could equate to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars of decrease. Man, I'm not at all saying it was bad advice. Okay. What Dave was trying to tell this buyer is to go ahead and buy a house and don't worry about the market correction. And I'm, we're going to share that, okay? I totally agree that you should not sit on the sidelines and wait for a potential market collapse. What we suggest here on the Foreclosure Deals Coach podcast is to not buy a house, but to buy a deal, right? So should the market correct significantly in the next couple of years, which I believe it is going to do, you will be protected by the fact that you bought your house below market to begin with, okay? So with all due respect to Mr. Ramsey, obviously a huge radio host and uh, you know, definitely far out of my league here, I do believe that it's super important to plan for the correction. Now, the problem with that is it comes across as doom and gloom, right? It comes across as the end of the world is coming in real estate. I'm not alluding to that at all. What I'm saying is if you're going to buy a house anyway, which I fully believe you should do so, Okay. For those of you out there, I met a lady who's like, yeah, I've been renting for 10 years and I've never been late on rent. I go, and you're proud of that for some reason. <laughs> right? At $1,000 a month, this lady 
had spent $12,000 a year times 10 years or 120 grand at the time I was selling her house for $170,000. Right? So she had spent 120 grand to, and I was proud of that, and was now buying and starting over on a 30-year mortgage, right? So I don't think being a proud renter is a good idea. I'm not at all telling you not to buy a house. I'm simply saying a market correction is imminent. It has to happen. When you're looking at prices going up as fast as they're going right now, again, with respect to Mr. Ramsey, a small correction is going to make a massive impact on the overall market, okay? So what I'm advising you to do, as we do on every single show, is to keep that in mind as you're making your housing purchase choices. Whether you are a retail buyer, which a lot of you out there are, we talk to people all day long on Colorado Foreclosure Deals, our Facebook page, who are looking to buy a house for themselves and their family, right? Or you're an investment buyer, who I represent a lot of. I help people to invest in real estate through my coaching program. You need to be looking at every real estate purchase as if the market is going to correct, right? Not that it already has, not that we're sure what it's going to, but rather that we're certain it's going to at some point in the future. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. So we're simply encouraging people not to ignore it. And what I love about the general media is nobody wants to talk about what could happen to the real estate market in the future. And you got to think about it. it. It's strange because when you watch the news, all they want to talk about is doom and gloom. You know, if Trump gets reelected, we're done, right? If this happens, it's over. We hear that all the time, but somehow they miss that in the real estate piece. Somehow we have forgotten the massive collapse that affected the entire United States of America, if not the global economy as we know it, when real estate hit the skids just about 10, 12 years ago. Okay? And what's really scary is if you look at the corrections over the past 70 to 80 years in real estate, the cycle is generally somewhere between 7 and 10 years. And we're in year 12 of appreciation. So in my professional opinion, as a guy who started his real estate career in 2008, when the market was considered to be at the very bottom as it's ever been, in my professional opinion, I would advise that you look at the market cycle as something that is going to change and you plan ahead accordingly, right? And if you're looking to do that, you're not sure how to get started, what we have done is work with the top foreclosure experts in your local marketplace, people who get that the market is probably going to correct, people that don't want to sell you a house but rather a good deal on a piece of real estate, we're working with them nationally so you can find yourself a deal. That's the entire purpose of what we do here, you know? So if you're going to buy for yourself as an investment to fix and flip, to rent down, whatever your goals happen to be, we want to work with you to do that. But please, please, don't get it twisted. Something's got to change in this market at some point, right? And that's that's pretty that's pretty open. It's like it's going to go up, it's going to go down, right? That, that's kind right. of dumb. The fact of the matter is if a market's at the very top, on the capabilities of the spending, of spending, okay? Right now, we're looking at properties that are priced comfortably 50, 60 grand ahead of where they were last year. We're in a market where bidding wars are normal. We started at a certain price on the market because inventory is so very low in the Denver and Colorado Springs markets anyway. We're finding ourselves getting 15, 20,000 ahead of the asking price of a typical property. There is no way 
No way at all to sustain that kind of growth without some kind of massive change. Okay, So what are they doing? Well, they are curbing the interest rate. And, and that helps because if you let people borrow money, go into debt at an extremely low interest rate, then they'll do it. <laughs> but what happens when rates go up? But why would rates go up? Oh, why, would, why would rates go up, Johnny? That's a good question. I'm so glad you asked that. That's, good. That's a good question. The reason rates would go up is a reduction of the inventory of money. See, the interest rates are driven by supply and demand of capital. Right now, the Federal Reserve, and you've heard it a hundred times, that the Fed is printing money right now. And it's true. We keep adding and adding money. We run out, we just add some more to it. Okay? And that's great in a boom time when money's flowing in the streets like wine. Right? And there's tons of money to be had. <laughs> but what happens when you've got to start pulling back a little bit? Right? The Fed need to keep a little bit more money in the reserves. We start thinking that maybe the future of just spending way more than we make isn't going to work. You know, if any of us ran our operations like Congress does, we'd all be dead broke, right? How can you spend billions of dollars more than you currently have in the account? Well, it's easy if you print the money. Oh, okay, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. But you have to stop sometime. Uh, you better, right? Right. And the banks are very happy to lend this surplus of money, which they've gotten from the Fed at a very cheap rate to us currently in the low threes and maybe early fours, but I'm promising you one day they're gonna stop doing that. And when they do that, rates are going to increase. Now I'm not sitting here telling you that it's gonna to go to 18, 19, 20%. I don't think that's the case. I'm telling you it's got to increase at some point. And with respect to Mr. Ramsey who's saying a real estate crisis is not imminent or can't happen again, or it hasn't happened recently, he even said in his in, when he was talking about it, that in the 80s, people were borrowing money at 17, 18%. That was typical for a home loan back in the 80s and 90s, right? So we probably aren't going to get there again, but if a median priced home back in the 80s was like 50, 60 grand, mm, right. right? Which is what you're spending on a car today. I know, right? Right? And then interest rates go up, let's just say, to 7 or 8%, and the median price is now 300, 400 grand. What do you think that's going to have as far as an impact on the overall real estate market? It, it has to affect it, guys. You know, and, and my best advice, all I can do when I talk to people, whether retail investor or otherwise, is implore them to plan ahead a little bit, right? The saying goes, people don't plan to fail, they fail to plan. And only advice I can give you is if you're going to buy a house anyway, which I think you should, you know, while we're at it, check CollinForeclosureDeals.com. Great listings on foreclosures. Shameless plug. You see that? If you're going to buy a house anyway, you're going to want to go ahead and buy a house below market. Now, when you're looking for a house below market and you hire a retail agent to go find that house for you, he's going to tell you, he or she's going to tell you, there are no properties out there below market. It's very difficult to find, Mr. Buyer, and you should just settle for buying a property. Don't worry about interest rates. Don't worry about prices. Just get the house you want, you know? It's pretty. You love it, right? Awesome. The same mindset goes into selling a Cadillac Escalade right now, a vehicle, I, I love, I had an Escalade when I was younger, loved the vehicle. Today, do you know an Escalade goes for $90,000? Oh, wow. It's a lot for a car, right? How are they doing that? Because the interest rate on a Cadillac Escalade, if you've got really good credit, is 0%. Hmm. Right? They'll let you borrow the money at 0% interest. And as a result, prices go up, 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 up. Right? But one day, that supply of money goes away, 
you're still into that car for $90,000 or your house for $400,000. And now suddenly because there's less people able to borrow money to buy the exact same widget that you are now trying to sell, you are now trying to sell at a discount because you have to go with what the money's doing. Okay? So I'm not doom and gloom. I'm certainly not questioning the great Dave Ramsey and staying out of debt and all the things that he proponents, but I am saying that I do believe that thinking that we're never going to see a correction of the real estate market is a little bit short-sighted. I fully believe it's on the way. And of course, the next question you're going to ask is when. Listen, man, my crystal ball's broken. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's going to happen in June of 2024. I don't know. But what I do know is if the mark, typical market cycle is seven to 10 years, we're already two years over, it shouldn't be able to go more than another two years or so before correction has to take place. So my prediction, you heard it here first, was that we're going to see somewhat of a correction in about 2022, right? And yes, at that time, it might be a great time to buy in. In the interim, buy low anyway. Assuming things continue to go up at the pace they're going to, you're going to gain even more equity than you had when you started, thus being in a better spot when you started. You sell that property at a profit, and when it bottoms out, you know, hopefully you get it right before the bottoming out, right? You sell your property and move on. When it bottoms out, you take that huge amount of equity you've created by buying the right property to begin with, and then you roll into a property that's an even better deal where the market goes under. It's simple investment strategy. Don't buy at the top of the market. Buy below it. As it goes up, benefit from that gain doubly because you bought it smart to begin with. Then take your winnings and roll them into a property that now provides you with even more equity where the market, in fact, goes under. Does that make sense? Makes sense. So I really want to get it out there, guys, that you have to be careful about what the media is telling you right now about the real estate market. They have no incentive at all to tell you that things are going to bottom out at some point. Right? If they start saying that interest rate, the mortgage brokers, how many loans do you see right now for Rocket Mortgage? Tons. I see the commercial all the time. It adds constantly, right? All the time. They're selling money like water, <laughs> Right? You got Rocket Mortgage out there. You got Lending Tree out there. Constant barrage of advertising leading to the mortgage market because money is cheap and people are taking it, right? So you understand that. What you will see later on is the same amount of advertising, just at much, much higher rates. Okay, so the people who qualify will now qualify for less of a house, and when they qualify for less of a house, that means they're going to buy less of a house, which means it's going to draw down the overall pricing strategy of the entire marketplace. Right? So if you're planning ahead and you bought at the right rate because you bought a foreclosure, right, a bank-owned or distressed property or something that's under market, you're putting yourself in a spot where you don't have to worry about future knockdown of the market because you bought right to begin with. So in the interest of keeping these short, that's all I got. I'm going to stop yelling to you about buying it right. But listen, don't listen to the media. Don't just buy into what they're telling you. I'm here to help you. Listen, don't just buy into what I said. Check the prices back in 08 in your neighborhood right now. There's some trackers out there. You can go 2008 real estate prices in Memphis, Tennessee, just as for instance. And it will give you the median price of a home in that city just like that. And compare it to what the median price of a home is today. Okay? And I'm not saying it's going to go back down to 2008 prices, but if it goes down even a close percentage of what it is today, we're all going to be in a bunch of trouble if you buy retail, but not you, the fine listeners of the Call of the Foreclosure Deals Coach podcast, because you'll be prepared for it, because you're going to buy it right. Am I right? That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. All right, so 
With that, we thank you guys for tuning in each and every week here to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. This is Donnie Corum, your Foreclosure Deals Coach, reminding you this and every week to don't you dare buy a house. Buy a deal. deal.